0: Hey, how's it going guys? Welcome to another episode of Digital Noir Presents. This week we had on Sam Dickinson, owner of City Brief Guide here in Adelaide. We had a chat about setting up a small business, design, and shoe shining. Enjoy. Yeah, and it frustrates me those kind of motivational, like they're good for like a dose of kind of inspiration. Oh, for sure. I yeah. will jump in and grab a, you know, a dose every now and then. But then it's the kind of fanboy kind of like idolation of it where it's just like that becomes the the thing as opposed to the message totally Mm. i i
1: i find it personally slightly depressing Mm. going to motivational talks it's like do do you really need to hear someone else talking about it to get yourself in a, a state where you can actually do something yeah um i've i've been to a few in my time and it's put me off everything associated to motivational talks, networking events and anything else in that kind of realm, sure. um, the crowded attracts. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting.
0: I mean, I suppose off that tangent though, like a relatively young guy, like what, what sort of did motivate you to sort of start doing your own things?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I, I guess I've always been a bit of a hyperactive tinkerer that always liked sure. to work on my own thing. Um, uh, since I was a, a kid really it's just me I enjoy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just from one thing to another um, but I'm very lucky to have you know fallen into City Brief from the idea yeah and from there found something I really really enjoy doing mm-hmm. cool. yeah
0: so what was the kind of catalyst for that like how did you fall into it?
1: Um, so before City Brief started, I, I actually, my first business after high school was the shoeshine stand in Adelaide Arcade. Okay, cool. Um, and I had that for f- almost four years all up, um, which was a very good way of making mm. quick connections and filling up drawers of business cards. No doubt. <laughs> um, but it was during that stay and almost acting like a, um, you know, a concierge for the building having all the tourists come past it's pretty sure. easy to ask me questions mm-hmm. um and seeing the direction the city was going in hmm. um i thought why isn't there a, a beautifully designed printed guide that you can pick up yep um for locals and 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 visitors mm-hmm. um that shows off the best that's going on in the city at the moment how do you get
0: into the shoeshine
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I, I essentially, at the end of year 12, when I finished my exams, I wanted something to do while studying. Yeah. That wasn't, you know, pulling pulling beers at a pub or something like that. Sure. Um, and I noticed that there wasn't a shine service and I've always been fascinated with bringing old world ideas and modernizing them. Cool. Um, I guess you can kind of see that flow through into... Uh, starting a print city guide rather than a blog or an app Um, and it was from that that I I, I essentially just uh, researched the hell out of it with YouTube videos (laughs) Um, and uh, from there I just sent an email to Adelaide Arcade and said do you want this and they said yes Um, uh, I had it all all sorted and running within a month Wow! Um, I just jumped in thought I Mm -hmm. not much to risk when you're 18 Mm -hmm.
0: Had you shined shoes before? No. (laughs) Are you good at shining shoes now? Yeah,
1: but I I, I steer clear of doing it now. It's been four
0: years was long enough. So how many hours a week were you on it?
1: um, So I was there pretty much like lunchtime. Okay. Five days a week. Yeah. Um, But uh, five days a week for four years of shining shoes. Um, The main thing that I enjoyed and kept me there as long as I was... Mm -hmm were the various people from all walks of life that you'd get to meet. Sure. Mm. And I'd always ask them, you know, if they seemed like the type of person that wanted to have a chat, I'd ask them, you know, what do you do and and I, I'd, I'd love the fact I could learn about so many different industries and jobs yeah, sure. and 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 um sectors that I otherwise would never get that that personal perspective on. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it did a lot in terms of me understanding, you know, the various components of the business world.
0: Did you have that vision going into it, or you no? Like, no way. Hey, I'm a street business.
1: Yeah, I, I just thought there's no way I won't be able to break even. Yeah, that that, that sure. was the idea that yeah. I went in with. Just um, kind of
0: cash in your pocket, basically. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. Um, and from there it
0: just became,
1: um, to an extent, a social um thing, and I genuinely enjoyed the interaction. So the networking. Just came naturally. It wasn't a yeah, cool.
2: uh,
0: a goal. <laughs> Hmm. Did you go to uni or you just... Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I am I was full-time at uni at that point yeah. doing um, marketing at. at UniSA. Nice. Um, but nowadays, I, I'm still ticking away at that degree because, <laughs> uh, as you know, City Brief kind of um, uh, took over my life. And um, nowadays, I, I study a subject a semester and mm, slowly so tick the
2: boxes. Good problem to have. Mm. <laughs> I guess you don't really need it anymore now that you have well, businesses.
1: It's the part of me that just hates the fact that if I if I don't finish it, I've got a bunch of hex to pay that doesn't actually give me yeah. anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel that pain.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you too? I thought um, you finished.
2: No. You didn't finish? No. I, yeah, I did finish, but I'm paying it off. Pay. Yeah. But it's worse if you don't finish. Yeah, sure. Well, you,
1: you don't even get the piece of paper. No. Yeah. And it's all, you know, what, 30 grand for a piece of paper? Yeah.
2: yeah. Actually, you know, um, every job I've applied for, mm. the employers never looked at that piece of paper.
0: Oh, no, they. Oh, you went there. That's good. Yeah. yeah I'm not even sure you put it on your resume yeah. when you applied here. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> that's, it's, that's interesting. I, we, I've been doing some mentoring with third year UniSA marketing students. Sweet. And it, yeah, it's really good. Um, it's a good school. Like, yeah, uh, you
1: know, I've I've had some um, tutors and, and lecturers that have. You know substantial industry experience and they've kind of sure. thrown in a bit of um teaching on the side um later in their career or mm. for whatever reason and they're the they're the teachers that i really enjoy because yeah. you're getting that there's a legitimacy 100%. to what they're saying yeah
2: there's a
0: guy um i did media at unisa for a bit there's a um like a sounder or uh, He's oh, a, like a movie uh, sound technician or mm. um, Stephen Whitting, Whittington, I think his name was, okay. um, had worked on a bunch of big Hollywood films and knew you know, so much of the industry and it was just this wealth of knowledge around cinema and awesome. um, sound. Mm. It was yeah, awesome to have that kind of interaction with someone that's had that experience. Oh, wow. But it's, uh, yeah, the, the feedback often though in the marketing realm anyway is that kind of it's such a fast-moving kind of industry, and things are changing so much on the ground yeah. that when you come out, sure, high-level um, principles are going to apply forever. Totally, but the employers are saying, "You know, manage these Facebook ads for us, or whatever 100%. it might be." Hmm. I, I hmm.
1: think um, the principles of you know how, how say, advertising works and, yeah. and 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 how branding works uh, doesn't change, especially at Unisa, where they 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 take a very scientific approach yeah, to yeah, marketing, definitely. which is empirically. Backed up. Sure. Um, that kind of reasoning applies to any new source of uh, media or, or yeah. uh, that you can place an ad in. Um, and the key is, is I guess, always placing that, that, that critical eye over any new source of media and yeah. applying the same um, you know standards to it.
0: And I think that's the that's the kind of it's the hard thing for marketers and designers too. So I studied Vizcom at UNSA um, first, and that was uh, you know mm. really much a, a, a traditional graphic design degree. So yeah. um, sometimes I wish I did that, but yeah, you sure. know, <laughs> so around the same time uh, Jason did it as well from Argon. Who oh, guys sweet! With. So um, nice with him but um you know that that was a, a real sort of you know throwback this was 2000 1999 yeah i just wanted to jump on computers and now like guess there's, there's no computers this <laughs> hand-drawn this <is> everything. <laughs> everything you know yeah cutouts paper cutouts um Jeez. no computers until third year not what not didn't touch right. a computer so designing typefaces with a pen cutting out typefaces from paper painting wow. color you know color theory. A lot of theory. So, you get arthritis on the track, that's <laughs> but, but now I look yep. back on it and mm. I thought, oh, wow, it was, it was actually such a good, you know, foundation mm. in design. Yeah. And all those design totally. principles uh, at the time when I was young and kind of just like, I'm playing on Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the difficult thing I think is then having the theory is great, but you also need to have the practical application. So, so you come out with a, a strong sort of theoretical marketing degree, but then, you know, I don't know how to use whatever it might be, sweet, sweet. Hootsuite. Oh. Yeah,
1: and they, and they certainly don't teach that. They, they always say at the start of nearly every subject, this is, a, you know, we're going to be talking about how, say, ads work, but you're not going to be, mm. and we're not going to be touching on uh, how you actually create an mm. ad. Sure. Um, so they very much split that, and they they, they put that side of things in the um, uh, more the creative degrees mm. rather yep. than the, the marketing business degrees, which... Sure. To an extent, I think, um, from my perspective and what I do outside of university, mm. you know, there should be at least a couple of subjects that touch on that to mm. give you an understanding of what those other people are doing. Yeah,
2: real world kind of. Yeah, yeah, scenarios. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it's all kind of like wax on, wax off kind of situation. Hundred yeah. percent. And then you kind of pick up, pick it up after. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and you can, I suppose, and mm. I, th- I think it's just that case of, you know, while you're studying, like you're doing, you need to apply yourself and, and start you know, side hustles and do internships and, you know, get get your hands dirty. Mm.
1: Yeah, that that outside um, experience whilst you're studying, I think, is the crucial thing. Doing it concurrently, I think, would be a a lot more helpful. I found it very helpful compared to completing the degree and then throwing yourself in the deep end Mm. and starting from scratch, essentially, and
0: trying to remember something that you learned three years ago Mm. um, that you can apply. Yeah, Mm. and and, uh, from an employer's point of view, if you've come out of uni with, like a magazine under your belt for example it's like well, okay yeah. great you know you, you have yeah. have a huge jump start on yeah. everybody that's just coming out looking for definitely <laughs> <an Yep>. internship <laughs> so tell us about city brief and how it sort of uh you know i suppose after you had that idea and sort of started seeing people yeah, coming totally. through the, the mall and thinking great well you know there's there's an opportunity here yeah how, how do you take that idea and then execute
1: i guess um the the first thing that I always do when I, I come up with an idea is I start sketching out and coming up with concepts. And from there, um, I start to get quotes to work out what, what my um, break-even is going to be. Sure. And, and from that, I, I, I always look at, you know, how realistic is that break-even? Can I meet that at minimum um, for the first, you know, uh, in this case, issues, but in another business case, months? Sure and survive um and i found out i could i could do that with minimal um ad sales from the beginning um we we made a small loss in the first two issues but from there on it's always made a profit for Four years now yeah what okay. kind
0: of numbers are you running in those first couple of issues
1: um, numbers in terms of like prints print. Like, yeah, oh, uh, 5,000 copies okay. sure. um, from day one mm. and nowadays we do 7,500 it's kind of a sweet spot because any more than that you have to start to charge more for the ad space because printing costs is sure. quite substantial mm. um, and there's a certain point where mm, are you going to be competitive at that higher price are you going to fill up the space? So it's always um, uh, always going back to the numbers and looking at, okay, where where are my existing clients going to be happy to stay at? Sure. And, and, you know, they're the ones that
0: have supported me from day one, so I want to always look after them. Mm-hmm. In those early days, like going out and talking to advertisers, you know, without... any metrics I've got this great idea this is what it's going to do this is what I hope hope it's going to achieve Mm. Um, obviously you know people take you on on faith and on your salesmanship I suppose on those first few sign ups well
1: it it was um, uh, the first issue um, I from memory there was not a single paid ad in the first issue Mm -hmm. Um, it it was near impossible especially in a city like Adelaide which has a lot of established networks and we've always advertised here and all that kind of attitude Um it just couldn't be done in the first issue and I, I accepted that pretty quickly um, but then I changed my strategy to uh, giving ads away for the first issue to brands that would position it where I want it to be positioned sure. mm-hmm. um, and it was very clearly said you know first issue it's very hard to sell anything for our first issue so I'm going to be I'd like to give you a free ad if you if you'll take it sure um and you know I got some contrast stuff like you know bottles of wine and whatever else, pretty good. <laughs> um which which um I was happy with, yeah. uh but I I found that was a good move because it did set the tone to the type of advertisers going forward. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't chemist warehouse trying to sell vitamins yeah, and sure. weird weird stuff like that.
0: Yeah, um, and th- I think that's pretty important for the tone of any piece. You know whether it is a a, a print or a, you know a blog or podcast having that kind of you know. The brands that you're that you're affiliated with, and that you no, know, I think when you're yeah. when you're reading something like this, a chemist's Warehouse ad going to stick out like a sore thumb, mm-hmm. isn't it? One so, hundred percent. There's a uh, Four Pillars uh, Shiraz Gin, which is delicious, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's a sexy ad yeah. as well. 100%. Yeah,
1: I, I think. Um,
0: and Argon as well.
1: Yeah, that's a new <laughs> branding sexy. as well. Yeah, yeah, I
0: like it. I, like, I saw the uh, the new cards.
1: I got an option. Jason sent me four and I yeah. was able to pick which one I wanted. <laughs> nice. I'm like, oh, that pink is going to look yeah. so cool against yeah. the blue. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tragic mm. when it comes to just colors that look mm. nice next to each other.
0: Like so, that. so how long has Jason been on board for?
1: Um, day one. Yeah, cool. Um, before the first edition even went to print, I went to multiple uh, design studios mm. and I gave them a one-page uh, brief, essentially, on on what i'm after what 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 is city brief and how i want it to look and what the brand is going to be cool just dot points yeah and uh he was the only one out of the agencies i went to that uh got it in the meeting he he literally understood what i was after um and he also uh Happen to be the uh, a competitive quote as well, so mm-hmm. nice. that that that's always a win when you get the person that you connect best with and gets what you're trying to do and has a competitive quote. Um, mm. Makes your decision yeah. easy.
2: <laughs> Why do you go with print as opposed to like a website or an app? Or you that, know,
1: that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's because. There are so many blogs. Mm. Um, it, it, I guess the, the the digital side of you know city guides and uh, food blogs and all of that side it, it has become very proliferated. There's just so many. Mm. There it would be incredibly difficult to start something like City Brief and get in front of as many people as City Brief does, mm. uh, starting from day one um, as a as a blog mm. or an app, um, whereas cool. City Brief can. I can put them in every cafe that I want them mm-hmm. to be seen in and picked up in. Yeah. I can choose the kind of uh, customer I want
0: picking up City by where they're placed. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of interesting though? Because you think about you know like you know this, this wow this new world of digital marketing. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can target anybody you want. You can get in front of people, mm-hmm. but you know that's becoming saturated to a point where you have to pay for that though. <laughs> yeah, sure, hundred <laughs> yeah. um, percent. Where I mean, you have to pay for. I suppose you have to pay for the the print too. But totally. it's like oh, you can literally just it down and mm. hope yeah. someone picks it up it's no different really
1: and it adds that um, for City Brief I always wanted that sense of uh, trust sure you know it's in print it's substantial you can mm. take it home you can put it on your coffee table you can collect them you can give them to people that are staying or friends mm. um, I, I've met people that keep them in there car door mm-hmm. um sure. so if they're you know thinking of oh I'm, I'm you know have to organize dinner tomorrow night and they pull that out and pick a restaurant mm-hmm. in there yeah um it's that sense of it's at hand and it's easy mm. or, i think
2: yeah i think trust is like a big element especially with you know the whole facebook scandal thing 100%. Like, all the yeah. fake all the fake yeah. news stuff and it's very like um ironic that facebook has turned to to print to, yeah. to gain back yeah. that trust, you know, and all this, outdoor media as well. Yeah, all the yeah. signs they're doing, like you know, we're sure. like we're not. What's, what is it called? Like we're not. Uh, we're not friends with fake accounts or whatever.
1: Data like, abuse yeah. is not our friend yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's along yeah. those lines. So yeah. It's, yeah,
2: and then along the lines,
0: in, going back to I suppose more kind of the world where C- City Brief lives. You know, you've got this proliferation of you know people that are just trying to you know milk Instagram for the sake of free food and you know quick Instagram celebrity mm. or whatever mm. it might be.
1: Yeah, I I was just talking to a a colleague that has another uh, media business in Adelaide before I came here Mm. um, and we were were discussing the fact that there are so many accounts on, say, Instagram like that um, and it's a shame that marketers don't have the tools Mm. to be able to realize that account is clearly... Buying engagement mm. or buying followers. Yeah, I,
0: th- I think. I mean,
1: I suppose it's time or time
0: slash tools. Like, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But I suppose there's an app idea for you. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah, there's also I think the because uh, I I I like we play in digital 100%, but I yep. very much love the sort of analog world still. And I think you know there's there's the time and place for it. I think it, it's yeah. uh, super important. And I think in that world, it's sort of like rather than just going based off followers it should be based off networks and you know who's actually getting engagement or who's yeah you know, who's out there actually doing good work as opposed to just you know just basically you know off numbers oh, completely but i think um, the problem is a lot of people that are you know restaurants things that are open, that they're, they're just worried about numbers themselves as well mm, as opposed yeah. to that kind of like granular let's start with you know five people that really love us and build it from that yeah completely mm. um
1: i i've always uh found that digital has been harder to grow for City Brief, mm. um, uh, but we've gone from a very, very organic approach. Uh, I've mm. never paid mm. for a Facebook ad or anything like that, cool. um, which I have friends in, in, um, you know, media and that that say I'm an idiot for not.
2: Mm. Sure,
1: uh, but I guess it's the principle of uh, I want to grow it how I've grown on City Brief, and that will take time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the website's going through a massive rebuild behind the scenes at the moment um, nice. that's going to tie it better to print and mm. complement print rather than being uh, print just on a screen.
0: Well, one mm. thing that I think it, it kind of makes sense to me, I think from the way that it sounds like you approach business very much from this, um, you know, h- how am I going to break even? Uh, yeah. You know, as opposed to just jumping in the deep end and being like, let's do a 40-page glossy with, you know, yep. sweet editorial, you know, um, you know, it, it, it's pretty stripped back. It's pretty simple. I mean, the the you know, you obviously have to um, moderate the content and work out who's going to be in there. Yeah. But I mean, I, I sort of you know, asking asking people for the for uh, the assets that you need, you know, yeah. you're not paying a huge amount of journalists. You know, it's not a big. Glossy. The only cost
1: is, is design, photography, and printing. Sure. Um, and a lot of my time. <laughs> yeah, sure. hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, they're they're the th- you know the three things. That I started it with, I did not want to uh, skimp on, sure. were, were the, the quality of printing and the stock we were using, uh, the quality of the design, and the quality of the photography. Um, I, I just thought if we
0: don't get those three things right, it's not going to work. I kind of I'm old enough mm. to have grown up in a time where you know kind of designs and you know the, the, you know very low budget kind of yeah. I, I used to skate so like you know there was these you know skate publications that mm, were just you know, pretty. Yeah know, a, a pretty rough, really, like a skateboard, printed on photocopy and then disseminated it. But they were, you know, they, they were also in limited release. So it was like, cool if you had one. Yeah. Um, but the content was really interesting, right? And, mm-hmm. it, and it was totally. hard to find, you know, there was this pre-internet. So, you know, the content, if you if you had that, you were sort of in a select group. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, a, there's merit in that kind of a scarcity of... Uh, Yeah, I've
1: I've constantly weighed those kind of things up in terms of um, uh, do I push up the print quantity and go for a a higher price, Mm. but does it take away one of the things that has made City Brief desirable, because I get emails of people uh, all the time saying I'm missing this edition and my collection isn't complete, Um, which is... Awesome! Mm-hmm. Like when you yeah. when you come up with something in a notebook and mm-hmm. and it gets to that point, that's really really cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Um, and I will always you know post them out you know at my cost because mm-hmm. it's like I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's amazing yeah. though.
0: So so the the content itself, like so, what's the uh, how, how does an issue get put together? What's the uh... so it always starts with um, a ginormous list mm-hmm. of places
1: that will the season so i'm pretty big on um the places fitting the the time of year that they're actually going to be picked up in sure. so you won't find um rarely you'll find an, a primarily outdoor space in say the winter edition sure. um you you're more going to see the rooftop bars coming out in spring summer um and they i, I rarely feature them in winter um but but from there, we just narrow down, and there is an element of I want some difference in the type of places. So we do three three features per category. So I don't want three coffee shops that are very very similar in their sure. offering and their look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want some contrast to offer that that um, varying choice. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Actually, when um, back when I was living in Thailand before. Um, me and two two other dudes, we kind of partnered up and did something kind of similar to that. Sweet. But it was just like a map. Yep. And it was... Lower
1: like, printing costs, good idea. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean, I think most of the time we broke even like, yeah. with ad costs. Um, and it was the craziest. Like, It was like a map which opened up um, and then they had kind of four squares and you could pull on each square and it kind of opened awesome. up like zoom into each square. That's so, right. so we printed around 3,000 of those and... We had to fold each individual one. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any left? Do you still have some? Yeah, I think there's some back at home. I
1: used to hand insert the inserts. I did that for one issue and I was like, no, no, not again. (laughs) That was brilliant. Because that's every second edition we have the Rundle Street East insert. um,
0: Who does the printing?
1: Um, It is TK Print um, at, now he's at Theberton. Okay, nice. Yeah. So he, I've been with um, Ben Newbury at TK since day one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. And it's it's quite nice having your your little network of people that okay, Sam's just asked for this. We know what he likes mm-hmm. Cause, yeah. uh, and and if they say something to me, I know what what they're trying to say. We we we're used to each other and we know how each other communicates, mm-hmm. which but makes things so easy.
0: That mm-hmm. relationship and, and you know. Well, it started dying. I think it's coming back again with, with a printer is so important. I think, you know, every, yeah. everything went to this kind of... There's nothing wrong with Snap, because there's actually a good Snap down the road that we really like. But mm. like, it, the, we like the relationship. But it went to this kind of commodity printing, whereas it, it is yeah. kind of an artisanal kind of uh, mm. oh. endeavour. Mm-hmm. I'm and, at uh,
1: the press every every mm. single issue. Yeah, um, sometimes multiple times the issue for the different parts of the printing. Yeah. Um, mainly because I'm an OCD... Uh, <laughs> brand control freak that That's wants good. everything mm. printed exactly right mm. um, but also because i i really love the environment of the printing press mm. it is cool mm. you've got the, the smells yeah. and the yeah. sound mm-hmm. they, they yeah. have a yeah. bunch of old letterpress machines they still use nice. um because you know they're not made brand new mm. um and the sound of those machines amazing, working mm-hmm. sounds like a, a massive old ship steam mm. engine or something it's so cool
0: mm. We get our cards done at a place in Sydney called the uh, Distillery. Cool. Um, but yeah, they've got uh, I think they're Heisenberg's four, four old yeah, German, yeah, yeah. German machines. He- Heidelbergs. Heidelbergs. Yeah, yeah, so, Heidelbergs. yeah. Um, yeah, incredible. Heidelberg still makes massive offset printers
1: mm. as well. Yeah, really
0: Cool. Yeah, it's it's a it's a real mm. art form. Mm.
1: I would love to, if I have the, ever have the time, just spend a week there as kind of like the work experience kid and yeah. just kind of watch <laughs> yeah. and learn. Because um, I, the more I learn along the way, I, I find it fascinating. And I, mm. I, like you said, it is an art form. Um, and you appreciate it more the more you work around mm. it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, I mean, through this journey, has has it sort of taken you into the Adelaide food and? Uh, coffee and you know have you got into that scene as well yeah um i
1: i i know a lot of people yeah. that have <laughs> hospital businesses or work in hospo um <laughs> that which suits me very well because um i love my beer wine and food nice. and coffee <laughs> uh, i guess I, i've never really gone down the the bloggy pathway of um I'm, i really go to events and things like that yeah sure um mainly because i like to shoot things in a controlled setting not in an event setting and i don't want to go twice um it's you know doubling up and there's a lot to do mm-hmm. uh but also because um it, it's just reinforcing the fact we're not a blog so we don't do that event mm-hmm. thing um now and then if it's somewhere i really want to go to um i'll i'll go to an event um sure but it's an intre- it's an interesting um dynamic
0: it's an interesting point of difference as well that you know you haven't gone down the you know any sort of rating it's not an opinion piece right i mean no, it's not it's, it's a curated piece essentially so. if it's
1: there it's good in our opinion yeah um and there, there's no kind of saying this one slightly better than that one um essentially nothing is in there that we would rate poorly or anyone in my 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 network would rate poorly
0: mm-hmm. sure we're, we're, nick and i were in melbourne the other week uh, for a workshop but we're talking about um you know, this everything's so oversaturated. Like the the information that the internet brought to us was so amazing, but now we just have so much of it. And you you know, you want to go have yeah. ramen in Melbourne, mm. and it's just this you know like we started looking at you know, broadsheet articles and Yelp, and it's mm. like oh. there are so many mm. choices, and it's like. Well, i don't know like mm. you know and listen to you know public opinion is is fine mm. and, it's, and it, yeah. I, think, I think those things are great and they have their place but sometimes it's nice just to have you know the, the ultimate is word of mouth so if someone tells you something's good great Completely. we're going to go there mm. but you know a publication that kind of essentially does that
1: and being a five and compact um a lot of people when they have you know uh, friends over visiting they just mm. pass them a city brief mm. you know they have them at home so they'll pass them one mm-hmm. um and essentially that that it's like an extension of word of mouth uh, because readers and people that regularly pick them up know that it's always fresh content, it it's, uh, makes sense, it fits the season and it's not pay for play. So the places sure. in there are good.
0: Mm. And I think there's this, it's interesting, I think the way you kind of structured both, both of your businesses that you've been in are this sort of throwback to people wanting quality, people wanting human interaction, yeah. people wanting... You know, an experience, a curated experience, as opposed to just everything. There's a lot of you know streaming services now that are going back to just 10 movies a month, curated. Yep. Mm. That's all you get. And they're actually good movies. Yeah, like mm. w- watch all of them. And, you know, the, there's someone behind it, you know, that might be a similar taste to you or whatever that you're mm. like, okay, I'm actually going to watch these as opposed to, you know, doing the. 250 scrolls through Netflix and mm-hmm. not finding something and sitting on your phone for mm-hmm. an hour
1: that's the worst part of Netflix
0: no. I, I don't yeah. like what I, I, I use YouTube more I think just because I feel like it's I don't know it's mm-hmm. the, the, the algorithm there is, mm-hmm. is more tailored towards me whereas yeah. Netflix I just find that it's, yeah. I'm just scrolling
1: I think um, that's something that Netflix will really, you know, over time tap into better algorithms yeah. and maybe even have um, really tailored content to the point of, you know, uh, someone might have a movie on their Netflix that you cannot find on yours. Sure. Because it's only showing mm-hmm. you uh, the same number but
0: ones that actually fit your uh, preferences. Mm. Sure. I think, I think they're actually, I think they'll find, them, you know, it the the big budget stuff, the House of Cards or whatever that they you know that they've kind of tailored, and these or the Stranger Things, which you know big big blockbuster successes. Mm. But then you know they they miss out on a lot of those niche kind of areas. You know like I don't know
2: like food shows or barbecue I stuff that it, I watch. or yeah, the, I think it kind of does that because um, I show my account with excuse the excuse um, me, this is gonna make it too much noise. <laughs> put, your, put your hand over it. <laughs> goes for like five yeah. minutes No, because because I'm I share my account with like the Thai side of my family and they watch a lot of like Korean soap so okay. my Korean
1: soap can be pretty cool yeah.
2: so like my my Netflix is just filled with like Korean and Japanese soap you know you could have user, user I don't know I know but they always go into mine why I don't know that would annoy me yeah I, really I do
1: love the aspect of yeah. it it sometimes <laughs> makes you try something you usually would not try sure. yeah, yeah um yeah. and you watch and it's just like Damn,
0: this is pretty cool. Mm. Do you find there's like in a, an aversion to... We're talking about this as well. Like there's an aversion to doing that now because it's like, well, I'm going I'm to look at the review on Netflix. I'm going to look at Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to look at a bunch of stuff. I'm like... Ah, I yeah, I, I never trust the reviews on I Netflix. They're no, always like five stars. It's like I don't <laughs> have time for this, but it's like... You know, you never used to, you know. You never used to listen to all these other things. You just watch it and see. And if it's yeah. good, it's good. If mm. it's not good, it's not good. Yeah. But it's well, same, with, same with restaurants. Like big time, I think. There's so many that you just don't go to. It's like, oh, it doesn't have. Five stars. It doesn't have five stars.
1: Who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. If I pl- find somewhere that is good value and mm. serves up like, really good food and it's close to my house, um, it's just my mm. go-to. Yeah. Um, I don't care.
2: I think it's mostly skewed anyway, because people who have bad experience tend to rate more people you, good, are, you are you an active reviewer in the,
1: okay. oh no way no <laughs> yeah. way I, I'm actually quite silent on social media um I don't I have a private Instagram but you know I, I I haven't posted on it in probably a year I probably should just delete it because mm. I don't use it mm-hmm. um and on Facebook it's more using messenger to keep in touch with yeah, me sure. mm-hmm. um, You haven't
0: tried to milk your uh... Milk your platform from City brain. No, right. I, I like being a dark horse. It's much it. more fun. <laughs> um,
1: if you're a dark horse, you can just do your thing and, and get a kick out of it. Yeah, and sure. um, uh, it, it, I guess it links a little bit back to that motivational speaker, like experts. Yeah. Um, I never want to feel like that. I just want to be comfortable and, and happy with what I've achieved sure. and not have to kind of go out there and... Um, wank it up (laughs) what what do you think that it's a
0: it's weird i don't know who you you saw but there's a there's one guy that i I did some work for a couple of years ago um and he's now like has these massive seminars that he does um they make good money doing that too i I understand that like i I think like i appreciate it from their point of view this is a business like essentially like it's kind of you become sort of a at the cost of your soul yeah that's right (laughs) um People just people get crazy yeah. about it. They, it's kind of like
2: a church. It's, it's exactly like a church. Like a preacher. It's,
0: it's no different, yeah. really. Mm. So it just becomes, people you know, follow the follow the leader, not what they're saying. And so yeah. it's, it's a weird
2: phenomenon. Mm. It's actually funny because, like, most of the time, they're speaking about, you know, they're trying to teach success, yeah. by using the example of their current success, which they're using to teach them. Like, you know it's, what I mean? it's a weird little yeah, cycle. It's like, yeah, it's like a loop of their own success that they're teaching. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So like who wakes up and says, "I want to be a motivational speaker." I've mm. done
0: nothing in my life, yeah. but I want yeah. to be. I want yeah. to motivate yeah. people. I'm really
2: yeah. good at motivating people. Yeah, and that's that's my success, which yeah. I'm teaching you. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I yeah. Think, I think there's lots of people that have seen the, you know, all that mo- motivational speaking is a, a bit of a good, yeah, yeah show at the mm. moment. Let's let's try and get mm. into that. I I it is food blogging. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
2: It's a. I mean, it's a. It's definitely like a skill that's very hard to develop. you know, Being really good. A speaker, a public speaker. Sure. Mm.
1: It's essentially salesmanship. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's telling people what they want to hear and tailoring it to your audience. Um, I I guess that's why I had a hard time going into ad sales out of nowhere. It just came alongside doing something like Mm. City Brief is I'm not a a salesperson. Mm. Um, And I I go about sales in a very different way Mm. to... Uh, say, you know, professional salespeople might for other media mm-hmm. businesses. Uh, I, I'm very much, I only ever contact people that I think are legitimately a really good fit for mm-hmm. City Brief, sure. the brand, mm-hmm. where it is. And I will hound them because mm-hmm. I, I, I know it mm-hmm. is a good fit. If yep. I was the marketing manager there, mm-hmm. I would want to be in it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm honest myself, I know that there's certain brands that I might want in there, but um, it just would not necessarily work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I turn people away mm-hmm. that I don't think will work. How do
2: you do it? Do you just like rock up and then um, like here's, here's City Brief? Do you want to be in it?
1: Well, it, it, I guess it's that initial email or also finding out if you know someone already, either a friend mm-hmm. or a client that's become a good friend mm-hmm. uh, that has worked with someone before at that company or yep. knows someone there that that's the best way to get a meeting. Mm-hmm. But the key thing is getting a meeting and them realizing, oh, this person isn't just trying to get a commission cut. They're not there just to make sure. another mm. tick off their list. Um, as soon as they realize that I'm not that kind of you know person, oh. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's not my game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much easier. Mm. That I mean, and Adelaide's an interesting uh, market, I think, because. You know, people really respect you for the business owner and, and this is your baby and you know yeah and, that's what i call it my baby yeah and, yeah and you're not out there uh you know just working you know you're not you have that salesman hat on you know it's at yeah. the end of the day this is this is what i'm doing yeah. i'm passionate about it yeah. you're passionate about what you do yeah this is a good fit totally what in terms of like so i'm a marketing manager metrics that you're telling them about five thousand print run going like what seven and a half now seven and a half <laughs> without the um you know, I suppose without the I'm interested to actually know what marketers are asking for because yeah, you know, totally. w- without the big sort of digital push behind it, yes. which is more quantifiable. So
1: so obviously, you know, we have Instagram and, and um Instagram's probably our better performing uh, social platform. Sure. Um but I always, I always say that, you know, we we deliver every copy in house as well, which is, is not done nice. by anyone. Uh so I can give them a specific list of every single place, the name and location that they actually go to. Cool. Um and I know they get picked up mm-hmm. because uh well I deliver them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That helps. Mm-hmm. Uh and they can they can roughly see okay the, these are the markets where we're we're getting in front of, mm-hmm. um, you know, inner city cafes frequented by you know young middle aged professionals, uh, university students, hotel con- concierge desks. Mm. Um, they 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 know where they're going. Uh, the other thing is uh, as well is what city brief is about. So there's no other reason of picking up a city brief other than trying to find an idea of somewhere to spend disposable income.
0: Mm.
2: Sure.
1: So, it, it, bluntly, um, uh,
2: Straight that, the, yeah, you know,
0: target demographic. Mm-hmm.
1: So, essentially, um, you know, where am I going to go and have a beer? Where am I going to go and get um, something for lunch? Mm. Or where am I going to go on the weekend? The art gallery or mm. the movies. Essentially, it, it's such a pure platform because it's choices just in that realm, sure. Mm. So, brands that fit in that, that that realm of choices, you know, food and beverage, uh, good food, good wine, good beer, good spirits, um, people that obviously appreciate good design and quality mm-hmm. fits well. Mm. Yeah, nice. Because mm. there's no other reason mm. to pick it up.
2: It's very bold too. Like I just saw that like downstairs amongst all the other ones. Yep. And Like most of the covers are very busy and this is just like just – Solid color and bold fonts, you know.
1: I, I was um, adamant from day one. Mm. I did not want a photo on the cover. Mm.
2: Yeah. It's-
0: it also, I mean, it, it, again, if you're sort of on that, uh, you know, brand Nazi route, it keeps that It keeps that, you know, solid brand, consistent brand. You yeah. don't have to worry about what...
1: We have tweaked the, uh, the Pantone. Um, mm-hmm. tiny bit. I, I bastardize Pantones, okay, um, yeah. as as my printer and designers so, so call neat. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Set <laughs> it away. We all do. Every, every, every sock is different. And, you right. know, some encoded socks will have this tinge of blue to it that you can't see unless you, you know, mm. literally put it under an eyepiece. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, And that affects the color. just that tiny bit that's enough to make it look slightly different when it's in sunlight. Mm-hmm. I actually like to take it out in the sun to see how it's going to look yeah, nice. in, in direct light. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how fussy I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, I've, I've had little kids that, that know what it is by, mm. you know, seeing it, the colour and mm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that's the beauty of simple design is it's, it's, it's got this sense of um, it's almost organic. It's how it should look. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if a kid knows what it is, that, that that's a good start. Mm-hmm. In the
0: four years it's been running, five years, how four years? Uh, four years. Four years. Yeah. Um. You grew up in Adelaide, did you? Or yeah, yeah, of course. Like, how have, how's how have you seen the sort of the city change and grow? And
1: well, I, I started. Um. Uh. I've been in the city probably every day since year ten because I went to Einesbury from sure. year ten to twelve. Okay. So opposite my my office now, which is weird. <laughs> uh, and.
0: Franklin, no. Yeah, 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 sure. just
1: opposite there at the the Darling Building. Sure. Yeah, and I guess the the main thing that we used to do when we were at school was we either went to Coles to get something really cheap. Yeah, we went to the Chinatown or Central Markets, or um you know this is fifteen year old me. We went to um Maccas on Highley Street. Sure, if we were feeling like yeah we'll go for a little bit of a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, they really were not many options yeah. around um, certainly not what we have now. And I, I found every year that I was at school and then shine business, there was just a little bit more, a little bit more. And it wasn't like any other city. It was very much Adelaide's own take. And I think that's been why it's been successful and why it's continually, continuing to be successful is because it isn't a copycat. It's very much... Our own expression of our city, mm. um, and I hope it keeps going in that direction.
0: It, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I, I grew up pretty much in the city as well, and then left in two thousand and six, five. Or went over the UK. I was over there for the six years. So I came awesome. back in two thousand and eleven, um, and that better was better coffee to, here. Yep, much better coffee. <laughs> I wasn't that much interested in coffee then, but I am now. Um, like I think that two thousand and eleven, like that, you know, it started kind of changing a bit you know obviously the, the the small bar laws and all that coming through but yeah. like i think since then you're right every year it just feels like it's sort of like the, the food and wine scene especially but also retail and just yeah. it's kind of interesting people doing interesting things and and, and doing yeah. well, and succeeding as well
1: uh, completely i think um uh the, i would love to see a little bit more uh freedom in terms of uh how the council yeah sure. uh regulates things around you know uh, businesses being able to have things on the footpath, like chairs and tables, mm-hmm. and um, a little bit more lax. Great cities aren't perfectly polished. Oh, sure. Uh, great cities have personality. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had my way, if you, if the landlords call, uh, you should be able to put street art on any wall mm. um, with their permission. That mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to even go through council yeah. to put art on a wall that's owned by someone. Uh really? Do you have to do that? Yeah, they they they're pretty fussy about, you know, oh. if you're covering a wall you have to get a um uh you have to get mm. planning public permission. Basing, yeah.
2: But if it's your wall, that, yeah, planning you, that you permission own. still. Really?
1: It's it's just what? those little things mm. that that hold back. It's like speed.
0: putting a, a veranda on your you planning permission for everything. Mm.
1: That paint could be dangerous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corrupt uh, the young, eye. <laughs> well, to, to jump from that, so um, you also run City Brief in, in Hamburg.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, Leah um, was visiting Adelaide in two thousand and late two thousand and fifteen or early two thousand and sixteen, and she was actually doing her internship with SBS doing okay. the, the uh, German news. Cool. Uh, and she just finished her bachelor of media back in, in Hamburg, and she picked up one of our first few additions and when she got back to Hamburg she actually dm'd me on Instagram and said Mm. I love this Mm -hmm. could I do one here could you give me a license to set one up here Mm. um and it scared me shitless (laughs) because I was like oh wow that's soon um how am I going to work this to keep control of the brand and keep Mm. it in line uh but I went with it and it was a really good decision because she's she really gets the brand she knows what she's doing and she's really really awesome mm. and what she does based off the um, digital
0: stuff i've seen it feels very
1: yeah. much
2: the same brand
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um even photography yeah, style and everything so. is carried mm. through really nicely um and if you pick up one of their print editions are uh, identical mm. the only thing they have is um uh there's a couple of differences in terms of cultural differences we kept it in English because uh, the majority of the population speaks English mm-hmm. uh, and obviously tourists as well. Mm-hmm. And we have now and then a, a German word that's a bit tongue in cheek. It's mm-hmm. like a colloquial, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, say mine instead of say hello okay, at so the bottom, yeah. uh, which is a, 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 it's like saying hello in, in Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Um but we also have like a smoking icon so we you know so we sure. can list like bars mm-hmm. that you can actually mm-hmm. have a cigarette in uh whereas we'd actually be breaking the law by doing that
0: here sure <laughs> promoting places as being smoking friendly yeah and just to flip back around from that i mean europe you know cities like berlin hamburg they, they have this kind of you know just a bit more yeah you know, it's, it's a bit more lax and you know you go through oh, spain or, or or you know you know you think about chiang mai when where nick grew up you know if, if if everybody had to apply for, a, you know, some sort of a permit to have a food store somewhere. Like, the, the food scene there is just so incredible. Mm. Because, But if, if you had to go through and do that, the reason why there isn't good street food here is because it's just too much of a, mm. you know, a hassle and too, too yeah. expensive mm, to set up. It costs too much money. Mm. Imagine you have how to have many, your public liability insurance. Imagine
1: how many 18-year-olds out of high school would have a crack at a business if it mm. wasn't such mm. a hurdle. Yeah. Um if, oh, yeah. if you know, even the council had a, a department where you just put in a form what you want to do and they literally sort out all your public liability and everything for you and send you an email all sorted, go for it. Mm.
0: I see a, a career in speaking, inspirational speaking. For you.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm just an idealist. No, but a
0: hundred percent. Like I we mean We need more street food.
1: <laughs> yeah, more street food the better.
0: Do, but I mean I, I was actually gonna ask you what what the what the uh, you know the the rigmarole we had to go through to get the uh, the shoe shine up and running
1: that was easy because um uh, the arcade is privately owned sure. so i didn't require and it's an internal fixture yeah. and it's not a it's not something fixed to the ground so i didn't need any sort of council approval it was literally the landlord going yeah sure how's this for a weekly fee all good
0: Moving. I, I think that I think that's great though. I think for a young person that's you know looking for, we, we speak to lots of young people with, with digital ideas, and, and, and often our answer is you know maybe this doesn't need to be a, a digital idea right now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you don't need to invest money in you know software infrastructure and yeah. blah blah blah. You know, and, and the marketing. I think that. Yeah the whole process is, you know, it does become really expensive and, and it's not always needed. You could go out and start something offline. Well,
1: a lot of people seem to
0: think that setting
1: up a business of any sort, digital or, or analog, um, requires a lot of investment. Mm. You, know, the, you know, you need a brand new laptop, you need an office space, you need all of that to just start the business. Mm. Um, and I, I speak to a lot of people that are wanting to set up a business like Mates and whatever else and, and I always say, you know, just go in really simple. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. just just spend your money on what the the customer or the client or the user is going to see, and uh you know go go and cheat with everything else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how you're living or how you're working mm-hmm. as long as your product is where you want it to be from day one
0: to an extent to an extent and and a lot of that is i think you know fear based and it, and it's that it's the reason why it's easier to go and watch you know, Kerwin Ray speak or whatever it might be and, and, and say like, well, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. I'm going to do one more thing. I'm going to put this together. I, I just need my website up and once my website's up or I'll, I'll just do this. a couple more, you know, it's like, I want to just go out there and, and do it. You Talk know, to, you to people. Start mm. selling something, make mm. it happen.
1: Talking to people, like uh, I, I, I didn't have the equipment for my Shushan stand uh, when I went to the leasing agent for the arcade and said, I want a spot to do this. Yeah this is the style I'm going to do, this is the chair I'm looking at buying. Um, I, I got the, the the license to set up there before I bought all of the gear, mm-hmm. um, which was good because why buy all the gear and then find out no one will give you a lease that's, you know, going to be viable.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: Who was the first person shoe you shined? Do you remember?
1: Oh, I can't remember. It was a, a random older man from uh, interstate. Did you find it, uh, like
0: a... I'm not saying she's shown us here, but I spent a bit of time in yeah UK and, and New York where they, they, they're around the place. Yeah, yep. I always find it very... Not that I have shoes that I get shined, but <laughs> I find, I don't know, it's that weird kind of old-timey... It like feels like, well, is this... Am I sort of... Subservient. Subservient.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and a lot of Australians found that quite difficult. Mm. Um, and I always put it to people that it's it's no different to um, someone cutting your hair or making food for you sure. or, mm. or um, uh, cleaning your clothes. Um it, it, it's just essentially something that just hasn't been done for a while so it feels sure. very
0: foreign hmm. and to be fair it's actually like you know if you' when I when I'm wearing you know business attire yeah my shoes always need shining. Literally, mm, mm. Like, well, they always yeah. need shining.
1: The annoying thing is now I see shoe shiners in other cities, and I wouldn't go to them because I I I look at the materials and stuff they're using and thinking that's going to screw up my shoes. Because <laughs> so it's like a car wash. So I'm pretty picky yeah, about where I get my
0: car wash. Same, same, same yeah. deal.
1: It's just just because I know how it should be done. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like a, a really good chef eating out. Mm. It's like it'd be very hard to eat out yeah. without.
0: Critiquing. Did, did you have to spook your wares? Like were you out there? You know, were people just coming no, up to
2: you? No, no. I
1: I, 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 played it. You know, in the first few weeks, I would actually just, you know, when people were walking through, stand up and give them, you know, um, little leaflet about it didn't what it have was. To affect the
0: Cockney accent? No, probably.
1: no. Um, I, I purposely didn't want that because I, I really wanted to position it as as being, you know, um, a modern old charm, yeah. but sleek it up. Nice. Mm. Um, And I I really like that combination because I think Old Charm is character and it sells, Mm. uh, but just sleek it up and take out the unnecessary components. Um, The the cliche, kitsch side Mm -hmm. of it just Mm -hmm. wouldn't have uh, made it so accessible to so many people because that would put the majority off, I think, because it would exacerbate that subservient side. Mm
2: -hmm. Do you have any uh, like strange or funny stories that revolve around yo? yo some that sh- might not sh- be appropriate customers.
1: for a, um, a podcast. <laughs> okay. uh, some some pretty pretty yeah. interesting people okay. along <laughs> along the the years. Well, you um, tell us a couple I, I want to hear now. Yeah. <laughs> P- podcast is uh, Yeah, it's
0: yeah. adult
2: yeah adult friendly.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some are pretty embarrassing.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm have to hear these offline. <laughs> <laughs> What's next Mm -hmm. what's from here?
1: Well, um, uh, I guess I've discovered I quite like, um, you know, publishing media. um, I've actually got another publication in the works, Separate to City Brief, a brand new brand that's Mm -hmm. also going to be in print, also going to be in A5, very different brand, different market um, that we're gunning for November. We'll see how it Uh goes. Uh, and for this one, I've actually got some, uh, I've got a editor that's half owner from um, another um, media in Adelaide that's going to be, you know, editor-in-chief. I'll just be the publisher numbers branding guy. Sure. Um, and, yeah, hopefully that goes well. Mm-hmm. The other thing, um, developing the website. Mm-hmm. And I've always got my eye out for new opportunities that kind of fit within my little umbrella of things i really enjoy doing which is that experiential nice. uh, curated uh you know sexy mm-hmm. sleek design side of things
0: mm-hmm. what do you see the future of kind of print analytics there's been a you know a, 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 they're always sort of coming and going yeah as as, yeah
1: mm-hmm. um I, i've been quite proud of myself outlasting some bigger players yes yeah. i mean <laughs> then
0: there's been a couple in the last couple of years that have yeah. come, and, come and
1: gone yeah um i i think uh it's like any business um, in the sense of you grow too quick or you're too bold and, and, and you know, you, you haven't built the foundations from day one that, you know, it is a business. Mm. Things need to be built on top of those foundations of understanding that. Um, it's easy to fall over. Sure. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty tight with, with how I spend money. I'm, I only spend it on those customer-facing um, components everything else i'm I'm still using um a very old iMac (laughs) sure (laughs) i haven't upgraded that yet and i know i need to um but it's just that idea of oh but you know should i keep that money in case i want to um you know invest in
0: this and grow this side of the business um and that kind of you know keeping things kind of minimal i suppose and it seems that's kind of like a an aesthetic that you like. Yeah. Um, personally. I live it
1: too.
0: <laughs> um you know, has that have you had pressure to say, well, you know, why don't you do, you know, more more opinion pieces in here? Why don't yeah. you you know why don't we
1: Oh uh, especially in the early days when I first started, you know, you'd go to meetings and people would be like, Where's the editorial? Where's all the words? Um, yeah. you know, where's a random story about someone? Um and and I've always had to, you know, uh, you know, remind myself, you know, we're a guide. We're we're a directory of places that are good, mm. relevant, and um, local and independent. Mm. We're not where you go to read in depth about you know the bloke that started a bakery story. There is other people that do that really really well, mm. and I never wanted to be in that that space. I'm not a direct competitor. I'm I'm a supplementary. I'm I'm the specific guide. Mm, we'll like, go back to. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean so that's that's good. I mean keeping it simple, right? Just yeah, kind of yeah, totally. Target. Yeah, just have that one goal. You can't and be it everything,
1: well. mm. um, especially with a small budget.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's smart, but you go back to like a like Lonely Planet in the old days, right? You know, it, it you you'd go. You know, when I first I was in Egypt, I had this big book. Yeah, and you know, each city would have ten, five or ten restaurants, and there would maybe be two lines, You know, it'd be yeah. fair, like yeah, good cheap eats. Yeah, the falafel's was nice. And like, you know, not not much more than that, really. Yeah. But it's like, okay, well like you know it's yeah. in here mm-hmm. that it's worth maybe that's maybe that's to start kicking you off point make and It makes your decision easier. Hundred percent.
1: And it comes back to like you were saying earlier, the three three options in each category, each issue. Um there is an element of a. it, it does make it easy, it takes away the stress of trying to find something um on the
2: spot. Mm. I guess you, I mean you're going back to the the uh the movies like Netflix, just, yeah, you know, too much choice. You, you know, you, you don't end up it, doing anything. You don't go anywhere. You
1: spend the, the wrong time of, time of a feature length yeah. trying to decide what you're going to yeah, watch. Exactly.
2: Yeah, and then yeah, you're tired by the end of it. Pick something <laughs> for
0: dinner tonight, David <laughs> from City Guide. Five minutes. Um, no, I, I I feel like there's this, you know, people that everything got really oversaturated, and people are wanting to go back to that, and the, and the, you know, quality is 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 winning over quantity again. You know, whereas it was yeah. you know, it wasn't it wasn't it was this you know, thirty years I think of just going to that sort of mass produced, you know, everything's getting cheaper, everything's getting yeah, easier. Yeah. I was like, what are cheap and easy is not necessarily what I want. Well
1: I, I think it's it, there is an instant gratification side of getting a bargain. Yeah. Um but I think, you know, after getting that for so long and the, just prices getting lower and lower and the quality getting lower and lower and it just becoming um, just so uh, widespread and pedestrian that that people want to
0: find something that's a little bit more unique um, and find it for themselves. So yeah. On, on the flip side, not not necessarily as cheap and uh, abundant, but also, you know, I don't I don't want you know, James Halliday telling me what wine to drink. or I don't yeah. want whatever it might be. Totally making it like, well, we all have a different palate. Here's some here's some stuff that is good. Here's a yeah. starting point, yeah. and you make up your own decision.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, I think you know a good city guide should be about you know what's some really cool stuff that people are doing in our city at the moment. Um, not, you know, Oh, we like this restaurant, you know, sure. their, you know, their service is impeccable and you know, we rate it five out of five. Uh, that That's not a city guide. That's a review.
0: Do you, do you have to deal with uh, much, you know, critical feedback at all? Got... Um,
1: no, not. I've been quite lucky, really. Um, I, I always ask people. You know, I even set up a, <laughs> I even set up an, an anonymous um, uh, little Survey Monkey thing to just pass around all my design friends and all my media friends. Um, that was totally anonymous. Uh, for them to just. Slot in feedback on what we can improve. Take take it apart, and because I, I, you know, you've always got that fear that because you know them, they're not going to be honest. Um, and you're always craving something you can kind of take and roll with and work on. Um, and it went quite well. (laughs) Uh, so the 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 things that were brought up were things that are being worked on already, which was good. Um, but yeah, I'm always keen for that. That that feedback because you can't improve if people don't talk to you mm-hmm. about that.
0: It feels like you have that kind of a, a bit of kind of a, a designer's mind. But did you, do, you, do you do you struggle to, to ship stuff like when when it when it comes down to deadline, okay, we going to get stuff out tomorrow? Are you oh, running totally, back over and totally. I'm
1: I'm I'm obsessive. It's just like writing essays in when studying. Um, I I draft so many times just for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I like things to just flow perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the photo layout, like the actual order of how we place the features on the page is all down to uh, me playing in an InDesign document, uh, which photo order actually visually looks best on Mm -hmm. a page. That is how we choose who's at the top, who's in the middle, who's Mm -hmm. at the bottom. So it's not based on Mm -hmm. that's our favorite. (laughs) It's based on the photos look pretty this way.
2: Um, have you ever um, made a mistake, like a spelling yeah, mistake, or the, put the, the image in the wrong spot? In uh,
1: never an image, yeah. but a spelling mistake in in the first two issues. Oh, there okay. was a spelling mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't happened again to my knowledge. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty good. Tell, yeah, me, if good. tell yeah. me if yeah. it does. Tell me if it does. I've got into the habit of reading everything upside down as well to mm-hmm. double check.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to because once you, I mean. After you look at it a few times, you just, it's it's a blur. Oh, it's, it's, it's hard it's to. It's what you're up looking stuff. at though, as well. If
0: you're looking at you know the you know the composition of the second yeah. photo, oh, or now or that yeah. might not flow into the third. Mm. I know,
1: actually it's... separate it so I only look at the photo on a mm. blank page. Oh nice. it's, it's just paid mm-hmm. blank A five pages in InDesign with the the photo squares, nice. yeah. so I can just purely look at that element. Yeah. And then once that's done, I don't look at the photos again. It's just purely I go through the whole document just looking at one. Element, mm-hmm. and yeah. then I start again. Yeah. Yeah, I start again. Is it, is it yeah. just
0: you? Sort of full time on it. Is it? Do you have? A, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm yeah. full time. Everyone else is um a freelancer. Yeah, nice. Um, and I like that because I can kind of tailor people and their skill sets to specific jobs. Yeah. In the sense that you know, there's always certain photographers that suit a certain setting, and you, I know that their photos in those settings are just their their strong point. They sure. they always sure. nail it. Or if you have a beautiful white airy space, I always use a certain photographer for those because mm. they always nail that. Um, so there is that benefit because you can really, um, you can have the, the benefits of a big team sure. without the, uh, the overheads, Yeah, mm. the massive payroll. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the, um, yeah I, think, I think there's been some other players in the industry recently that probably jumped too quickly into that kind of model. Yeah. Um and then you know this becomes tough. You
1: the, have to build it over time to really get to know who are those people that um well that's what I found at least. Sure. Um yeah, I I really do enjoy it, the little network I've I've created over that time that I work with really closely. Um it is like my in house team, which is nice. That's
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Well, thanks so much for coming down. If thank if you. If people want to find uh City brief—they can find it around the city, I suppose. Yeah, good. <laughs> city of Adelaide. Good,
1: good cafes, yeah, yeah. local stores, mm-hmm. and hotel concierge yeah. desks.
0: Nice, Hamburg too.
1: And in Hamburg, yeah. if you're going yeah. to yeah. Hamburg,
0: <laughs> no other cities coming soon. Sure.
1: Um, it all comes down to finding the right people. Mm. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's important. I think. Mm. Cool. Totally. Nice. Oh, thanks so much, yeah. mate. It's really nice Thank chatting with you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Cheers. Mate. Cheers. Yes.